0: Hello again, friends, and welcome on into episode 129 of the Sco Show. Proudly a part of the Pat's Pulpit Podcast Network, and brought to you by the great folks at SB Nation. My name is Mark Schofield, back in the big chair for today, Monday, August 31st. It's a massive day, at least in this household. Why? It's back to school day. The kids, the Hoopleheads, Owen and Simone, they are back to school. Virtual learning to start the year. So, as you're listening to this, Owen and Simone are plugged in for a full day nine to three of Zoom learning. So, obviously, they'll never hear this, but Owen and Simone, I wish you the best in the school year to come. I get a first grader and a fourth grader, it's it flies, it absolutely flies. And the parents out there listening to this show, you know exactly what I mean. Today's show. Roster projections, 1.0. haven't done one of these yet. It's a bit tougher without full access to camp, without training camp visuals, without preseason games. We're taking a stab at it based on the film, the reporting, the stuff I've got access to. Um, So we're going to get into that. We're going to talk offense first, then defense in the second half of the show. Usual cavalcade of reminders at the outset. Follow along with the hijinks on the Bird app at Mark Schoolfield. Check out the work. Matt Waldman's rookie scouting portfolio, three SB Nation websites, Big Blue View, Bleeding Green Nation, and of course, Pat's Pulpit. And yes, Touchdown Wire, part of the USA Today Wire Network. Myself and Doug Ferrar, we will get you ready every single day as this season unfolds. I do want to start, obviously there was no show Thursday. Um, Thursday, last week, late last week, into this week, just another sort of set of circumstances and the relentlessness that is 2020. And I'm not going to dive into it, but it's just, it. it's hard right now. It is still hard right now. It has been a hard, hard year. Um, I've said before, for people that are struggling, you can reach out to me. Um, hit me up on Twitter in the DMs. They're always open. It might take a while for you to hear back from me um, because, frankly... Um, Twitter is is tough right now. Everything's tough right now, um, so that's kind of a reason why there was no show Thursday. Uh, but we're back up to it today. Um, we're going to do offense first. We'll start at this th- at the quarterback position as you expect, and I do think they keep three. I keep they think I, I believe they keep Cam Newton, Brian Hoyer, Jared Stidham. As to who the starter is going to be, I think everybody believes it is going to be Cam Newton. I think everything is working towards that eventual announcement whenever that comes. I think this is a year to keep three because of everything. And the Patriots might not be ready if Cam Newton is indeed the starter to look at Jared Stidham and say, you're the number two, you're the clear number two. I think they've given Brian Hoyer a long look to try to figure out is he going to be our number two? And so because of that, I think they keep three. I'm going to have a show like later, not next, probably early next week on projected starters and things like that. Um, but right now, I think these are the three. They'll probably try to get Brian Lewerke onto the practice squad. Up next, running backs. This is one of the tougher positions. I think this wide receiver offensive line um, are some tough positions to predict. I think they'll start with four. Lamar Miller has yet to practice, so we're putting him on the pup right now. Uh, James White, Rex Burkhead. Damien Harris and Sony Michelle, I think, are your four to start. JJ Taylor is a sneaky one. I know there's a bit of a buzz around him, but I'm not so sure he sneaks on. Obviously, Brandon Bolden opted out. So I think the four are James White, Rex Burkhead, Lamar Miller to pop, so he doesn't count. Damien Harris and Sony Michelle to start. Michelle is the sort of Spidey sense tingling. I think they want sort of a between the tackles back to start. And I think with Lamar Miller on pup, it would be Michelle by default. But if they can get him going, that is Lamar Miller, Michelle might be a surprise cut. I think at fullback, Jakob Johnson is the guy. Obviously Dan Vitali opting out. Everything I've seen, everything I've read, Jacob Johnson has a very good training camp. So we're gonna look at him as the fullback tight end. I think it's three. Devin ICSC, Dalton Keene, and Ryan Izzo are your three. Jake Burt, Paul Questenberry are your two on the outside looking in. Maybe one of them gets to the practice squad, and Matt Lacoste decided to opt out. So those, I think, are your three tight ends, at least in roster projections, 1.0. Wide receiver, another very tough group. Um, there's going to be some tough cuts here, no no question about it. I've got six, Damian Bird, Julian Edelman, Nikhil Harry, Gunnar Osheski, Mohammed Sanu, and Matthew Slater. It's a really five and a specialist. That leaves Will Hastings, who was just released, Jacoby Myers, Devin Ross, Jeff Thomas, and Isaiah Zuber as your guys on the outside looking in. Thomas has only practiced a couple of times. Maybe by the time we get closer to the season, he sneaks on, which will make the numbers tougher at other positions. Haven't seen a lot from Jacoby Myers. He's had a shoulder injury. So those are, I think, the guys that will get in. Marquise Lee obviously opted out. Offensive line, I think your starters are Isaiah Wynn, Joe Tooney, David Andrews, Shaq Mason, Jermaine Illuminor from right, from left to right, excuse me. Then your backups. I've got them keeping three more guys. And this is tough. Other people uh, have them keeping four more. I've got them pe- keeping Corey Hunnen- Cunningham as sort of a swing tackle type. Justin Heron as both an interior and tackle potential player, as well as Hilde Froholt, who's more of your interior guard and center, Heron, your guard tackle, Cunningham, your tackle. That means you've got Marcus Cannonin, um as an opt-out. You've also got Najee Turan as an opt-out. Then as far as the guys that don't make it, Ben Braden, Yanni Kajust, and Michael Owenanu And Kajust is a tough one. I had to cut this down based on some decisions I made elsewhere, so I had to trim this to eight, and he was the last guy out. Obviously, if we make different decisions elsewhere, and you could potentially do it at defensive tackle, you could potentially do it at safety, you can get Kajust on. But from what I've seen, he hasn't had the best camp, so it might be a bit of a question mark. But... That's your offense on roster projections 1.0. Up next, we're going to do the defense and the specialists. That's ahead here on episode 129 of the Sco Show. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. Mark Schofield back with you now on episode 129 of the Sco Show. And before we get... To the defensive projections, I do want to mention Jamar Chase, the LSU wide receiver, has decided to opt out of the 2020 college football season and focus on the NFL draft and his prep for the NFL draft. This is arguably, although in my mind, I don't think it's much of an argument, you know, the Alabama guys and there are some other wide receivers that have a case, but I think Chase was wide receiver one going into this season and he may remain wide receiver one. You can make an argument that... Looking at a big board right now, it's Trevor Lawrence, it's Penny Sewell, the left tackle from Oregon, and then maybe maybe Chase as the third overall player. Um, in all likelihood, whoever is quarterback two, whether it's Justin Fields, Trey Lance probably gets into that discussion for the third spot overall. Maybe Micah Parsons. I'm not sure there's an edge guy right now that could get that high in this draft, although maybe. Uh, Gregory Rousseau opted out, so a Quincy Roche at Miami the temple, the temple transfer, he might have an argument for that if he has a great year. You know, that's a player that could get that high. Micah Parsons, he, the linebacker from Penn State, he opted out, but maybe he could get that high. Marvin Wilson, the interior defensive tackle from Florida State, he could get that high. real dark horse at the edge position that I really like. Obviously won't get a chance to play. Hamilcar Rasheed Jr., the edge from Oregon State. I thought he had the potential to really get into the first round or up a first round discussion um, with a good final season at Oregon State. But with PAC, the Pac-12 opting out, that's a big question mark. Um, but a bit of college football news, I'm actually watching some Jamar Chase, so look for a tape piece on him in the next couple of days over at Touchdown Wire. Let's talk roster projections 1.0 on the defensive side of the ball. Started interior defensive tackle. I've got four. Bo Allen, Adam Butler, Brian Coward, and Lawrence Guy. Guy, I think, is a lock. Coward has really played well. Butler is a lock. Allen is finally working back. There's been an ongoing lower body injury. But I think his presence is going to be something Belichick's going to want on this defense. So I think those are your four. Michael Barrett, Bill Murray, Nick Thurman are your three on the outside looking in. Edge. I'm, this is sort of an edge slash outside linebacker group, a lot of flexibility between those two positions. I've got them keeping seven, Lee Calhoun, Freddie Jennings, John Simon, Josh Uche, Chase Winovich, Dietrich Wise Jr., and Derek Rivers sneaks on ahead of Brandon Copeland, the veteran. Belichick talked about him recently, that is Derek Rivers saying he's had some strength and explosiveness gains from last year to this year. I know most Patriots fans have been waiting. When are we going to see the real Derek Rivers? This is probably his last shot to stick. I think he does. So he's the seventh guy, last guy in, Brandon Copeland, first guy out, then Rashad Berry and Tayshaun Bowers are your other two cuts at the edge slash outside linebacker spot. Interior linebackers, I've got them keeping three with one on pop: Juwan Bentley, Dijon Harris, and Cash Malouia are your three. Brandon Kinn has yet to practice, so he'll be on pop still. Therese Hall on the outside looking in. Dante Hightower, a decision to opt out. Safety, I've got them keeping five because of how often they go. Multiple safety looks. Terrence Brooks, Cody Davis, Kyle Duggar, Devin McCordy, Adrian Phillips are in. Patrick Chun opting out. I think they keep all five. You might even say six given what we're about to do with cornerback in a second, but I think those are your five safeties. at corner. Justin Bethel gets on, special teamer. Uh, Stephon Gilmore, JC Jackson, Jonathan Jones, Jason McCourty, and Juwan Williams sneaks on ahead of. Both D'Angelo Ross and Miles Bryant, who have both looked good, but I think Jawan Williams, his length, and the fact that we saw late last week a lot of his length, he might be a guy that could lock down tight ends. They've been using him at safety later into camp. Sounds a lot like what we've said about Jawan Williams over the past year. So I think he gets on, Jawan Williams, onto this roster, technically a corner, but he might be used more as a safety. Then finally, we've got the specialist, and there's a bit of a decision here to make. We'll get to that in a second. Jake Bailey is a lock. Joe Cardona is a lock. Your punter and your lawn snapper. But then a kicker, they have a question that they need to answer. Nick Folk or Justin Rohrwasser, the rookie, the fifth-round pick. And if there's anything that I've learned from following Bill Belichick over the years, stability and consistency at the kicking spot is something that he values. Rohrwasser has been a question mark basically since the moment they drafted him. Nick Folk has been steadier, more consistent, maybe he doesn't have the the overall leg and ability and ceiling that Justin Warwasser brings, but I think Belichick is going to value the consistency of the veteran over the unpredictability of the rookie. And we've seen Bill Belichick before move on from a mistake quickly rather than just Chase good money after bad, in a sense. And I feel like that's going to be the tiebreaker here. So I think in reality, it's going to be Nick Folk. Maybe something changes over the next you know nine or ten days or so, but I think sitting here right now, it's going to be the veteran over the rookie. Belichick's just going to sort of move on quickly from that decision. And so there you have it. Roster projections 1.0 later this week. We'll be back to it Thursday, unless... 2020 strikes again. Um, we'll be back to it with another show. Looking down the road a bit, the schedule for this show is probably going to tweak. Typically, it's been during the season, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. I think we're going to look for more of a Monday, Sunday night, like post game, and Wednesday schedule going forward because we've got the Pat's Pulpit Podcast, which is Tuesdays, Thursdays, and we've got Patriot Nation, with patent spags on Fridays. We don't really have a traditional Wednesday show. So, this is going to be become, unless something else changes, the Wednesday show. So, look for this show as it's always been post game, whether it's Sunday afternoon, Sunday night, Sunday late night, Monday morning, um, and then Wednesday. As always, let me make a plug for the Scotia Slack channel, which I've been popping in and out a little bit, but it's been a bit of a summer. Um, but it will get going more from me once the games begin, but it is cranking all the time. Anyway, shout out to everybody in there. If you'd like an invite to be part of that because it's awesome during the games. It's awesome all the time, but it's awesome during the games as well. Hit me up for an invite at Mark Schofield on Twitter or mark.schofield.insidethepylon.com via the Gmail if you want an invite. That will do it for today. I'll be back later this week. Until then, friends, stay safe. Wash your hands. Check in on your loved ones. And when you wash those hands, sit along bless those Patriots reigns down in Foxborough.